In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I'm on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to DST. I'm your host Aileen and today is DST Thursdays and I am very excited to welcome back our very own Nicole Pellegrino, director of TikTok content and strategy and face behind Betches Brides and host of the Betches Brides podcast. Welcome back, Nicole. Thank you. It's so good to be back. I'm in the studio (laughs) after another podcast recording. So, you know, just on a roll here. You look like just like you're glowing in the studio right now. Listen, honey, thank you so much. It is the studio lighting and there's a very soft light coming to my right right now. And then um, highlighter. I put highlighter on my nose. Pro tip, it makes you look glowy. You're also very like swagged out. Like you have (laughs) faux pas behind you. Our that guys has our logo. You have mm-hmm. our like the B icon on your head, and then you have mm-hmm. bowling blazers. Bowing, rowing, bowling? rowing, rowing. <laughs> right, right, right. I know the brand. <laughs> bowling blazers. Okay, right before we started recording, I just found out that Nicole speaks to herself when she speaks to herself. She calls herself Nikki, and I didn't know that about you. Internally, I refer to myself as Nikki. I think it's because a lot of my friends and family from like high school and hometown know me as Nikki, and then I suddenly flipped a switch when I graduated college and started introducing myself as Nicole in the real world, trying to be all professional and stuff. But like, Nikki is the real me, truly. What does Mike call you? Nikki? Nikki. He flips back and forth, but mainly Nikki, like, especially when he's talking about me to other, he'll be like, yeah, Nikki said blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. Once in a while, he'll say Nicole randomly. It's really funny that I like didn't know. I just know that you go by Aunt Nikki. Yes. Among the office. And you know where that came from? People say, I remind them of Kris Jenner. Like when I used to do the Betches events and stuff, like I would have a clipboard Uh and like, be like aunt that's where it originated from they were like you you're our aunt of the office oh you're the aunt of the office i was gonna say like who calls chris jenner aunt nikki (laughs) i don't know i don't know they said a call yeah that's true that that wasn't (laughs) now that i think about it that that reference it made absolutely no sense (laughs) do you you ever connect it (laughs) (laughs) no connection everybody's like what (laughs) You just want to be compared to Kris Jenner, which I get. She's really cool. Have you been watching the Kardashians, the new Kardashians? Uh, Yeah. And also, you know, I was on her Instagram story. That's probably my non-scale win, honestly. Oh, really? 
What did she post of you? I went to an event for her, not to give them free promo here, but for her cleaning brand Safely, which I do love the products. And I tagged them and they reposted me and then she reposted me and it was my face on Kris Jenner's story over this past weekend. Oh my God. Did you get followers? Like not really. Honestly, (laughs) you would have thought. You would have thought. I truly was like waiting for them and they just Mm -hmm. weren't. You were like, TikTok. Yeah. That's great. Chris Jenner's awesome. She's the brains behind everything. And I'm really loving the new show. But anyway, this has nothing to do with anything. So this is your, is that really your win or do you want, do you have a different win for this week? No, that's not actually my win. My win is that I got a puppy and (gasps) yay. I I died it. First of all, your dog is very cute. And Sammy in Slack being like, (laughs) Nicole, in the best way possible, your your uh, dog looks just like you. <laughs> oh wait, where did she say that? I missed that. It was in Slack. No, you didn't see wait. it. Oh my god, I was no. dying laughing. But people have been telling me that, and that I, I I'm going to go back and comment because I need to address that comment because it's my it's the best compliment ever. Oh my god, no, that's Tell us so all funny. About your dog. What's your dog's name? His name is Louie. Mike and I had to compromise on that. It, we went through a lot of iterations of names. People were saying maybe Cannoli, which I also love that name. But then I was like, no, Cannoli could be mistaken for no, if that makes any, mm-hmm. you know, the no. So then we went with Louie. He's such a Louie, though. So yeah. cute. And the reason it's my win is because I, this is our first time. It, it truly gives you so much confidence just like taking care of another being like I'm a I will proudly say like I'm doing my best as a dog mom but I think I'm a good dog mom you I'm sure you are a good dog mom yeah but it's like I'm like confident in my abilities more to like take care of other beings it's definitely a good step I feel like before embarking on having children I feel like too but don't always don't just yeah exactly (laughs) But don't just get a, a pet if you're like trying to practice for a kid. That's not the right reason to get a pet. All right. Not the right reason. I agree. Having both had a dog and also – I still have a dog. And <laughs> at, as a first step and then having a kid because it's – yeah, sure, it teaches you how to um, like take care of something. But like as a couple, mm-hmm. it teaches you how to like be responsible for something that you both co-own. Right. <laughs> Not that you own your kid, but you know what I mean? Like are co-responsible mm-hmm. for and have to have like conversations about things that are like not about you, you know, totally. it's about this other thing, like the, the well-being of this other thing. It also is a good test for you because we actually just on the recording before this with Dr. Naomi, who's the co-host of Oversharing, go listen to it, you guys. It's our new podcast. We, to- we were talking about that. Like I was telling her how Mike and I have the past week and a half, we've given everything we have to Louie instead of our relationship. And we were talking about how it's so important to like still reconnect with your partner when you have kids or pets or whatever, because you you need to have that connection still. Because also your kids and pets like feed off your energy and stuff and you need to be connected and loving. And so that's that's a whole go listen to Brides. Yeah. So Dr. Naomi is on your show. She's on uh, DST. I just interviewed her um, mm. and Jordana this Sunday. So everyone go listen to that if you have not already. You told me before also that she's making you meditate. Listen, I <laughs> she made it sound very, very appealing. And we were talking about it in the context of like pre-wedding and the crazy busyness. And then 
even like once you're married and post-wedding depression, which is a huge thing, and post-wedding blues, people refer to it as. She was saying like one of the tactics is truly meditating. And I feel like to hear it from her, somebody like her, she's very similar to Jordana, I feel like. Like they just remind me of each other, obviously, because they're sisters. Cool. They but, have the same mother. <laughs> right, right. I feel like she Jordana's super like logical too. So to hear somebody like that logical be like meditating truly works. Like there's science behind it. It's like, you know, that mm-hmm. helps me like believe in it. And I truly want to. I just want to start like, you know, being more mindful and present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's like not like a woo-woo thing you're saying. It's yeah. like somebody who's not like doesn't seem woo-woo is exactly. into meditating. Yeah, I hear you on that. That, uh, that mm-hmm. I would take all, I would also take advice from that type of person as well. So are you going to start meditating? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried many times and for some reason I just I don't prioritize it. It sh- I should do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're busy. Yeah, I'm busy just woman. prioritizing. I have a lot of other shit to prioritize and it's hard mm-hmm. to like keep it juggling it all, you know. You know when your brain just yeah. feels so scrambled with like all of the things that you want to do or have to do all the and time. it just feels like they're all just swirling in your head and you need to write them down to feel good and then once you put them down you're like oh this doesn't seem like a lot like that much like oh I could do something else and then you're mm-hmm. just like you know committed to 700 things. <laughs> That's where Are I you am a big to-do list person? <laughs> yeah, I have do you to always write everything have a down. Yeah. Yeah. I need to write stuff down. Otherwise, it feels like a big scramble in my head, like an egg scramble. (laughs) And it's stressful. Also, I don't know if you feel this way, but like if you're doing something where you don't have access to paper, like if I'm driving and I think Mm. of something and seven things, I'm like, oh my God, it's like it's like an itch that you want to scratch, but you cannot scratch because you don't want to like crash. So you're just like, oh my God, just remember these things. Remember Something for that. Rusty's going to hate me for this, but something for that I've done before is pick up your phone, ask, say, hey, Siri, text Rusty and leave a <laughs> voice note list and just text him that. You know, you can just leave a note. You could say, hey, Siri, oh. add note or add reminder. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's like a good can, point. If you can dictate to text. You can dictate <laughs> add reminder. <laughs> You can dictate the reminder note. I never thought of it that way. But you should. I'm just texting Mike <laughs> these psycho lists. He's like, okay, sure. Well, like, oh, poor Mike. Oh, well, I'm happy for you and your new addition to your family, Louie. Thank such a you. Sweet name. I truly don't remember what my relationship was like before I had a dog. Like, I don't. You've remember had Sansa what, forever. What life was like? That was 2016, but we were together for two years before then. You got her together. Yeah. Yeah. 20. Yeah. We were together for two whole years. She's, and I, don't I feel like she's all. naturally <laughs> trained. Like, did you have to train her? Yeah. I had to train her. Oh, wow. But she was a quick learner because she has like poodle in her. Yeah. And so she's like pretty smart. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I don't remember it at all. Like, I just yeah. don't understand what life was like before having a dog. I don't want to. It's the happiest I've ever been. I'm obsessed oh. with him. Like, I just I, I googled the other day how to make your puppy know that you love them because I was like mm-hmm. I I want to be making I want him to know I love him I and I want to make sure I'm yet. showing it really yeah, yeah like I've googled you, that you like rub- uh, yeah yeah I was yeah. like when a dog kisses you does that really kissing or mm-hmm. are they 
or is it just licking? Like, how does my, how do I know if my, how do I kiss my dog back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Without licking it. Like I was, I was Googling crazy shit. It said, one of the things said eye contact is away. So now I'm just like, poor, poor Louie, he's probably traumatized. I'm like staring into his soul. <laughs> I, oh my God. Yes. Okay. I was going to say that next is that I remember when Masansi was so little and she would just stare at me and I would like be, what the fuck is this dog doing? And I like Googled it and that's like how they're like showing their affection. Love. So I just started staring back like you. Yeah. <laughs> now we just stare sweet souls i love dogs warmer weather is finally back after so many cold months it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests pollen and seasonal allergies april showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly, it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Okay, that's a great win. Congratulations. That thing, you you know, trumps my win. But my win is that Mila, my daughter, is almost Mm. nine months old. And so I, like, when I hear that in my head, I'm like, oh, nine months you know, they say it takes nine months. If like it grows, it, the baby grows in nine months. Technically, it's 40 weeks. So it's like almost 10 months. But yeah. um, then it takes nine months to lose your baby. Okay, I have not done that. I have not been able to lose at really any weight. And and I have those feelings kind of creeping up in the back of my mind. But I'm mm-hmm. my win, this is a positive thing, is that I'm really proud of myself for squashing them. Like nipping yeah. them in the bud and being like, this is this is just a stupid phrase that has entered your head and it is not a thought that you had. And yeah. it is an expectation that is not not an individual expectation. And this is I'm also sharing this for anybody else who's feeling this way about any anything. Any of those stupid little mantras that were like uh-huh. it, that's not even the nine months in, nine months out. Like I first of all, I've never heard the thing that I've never actually heard that where they say like lose the baby weight in nine months. But that's one of those things that somebody thought the nine month thing sounded mm-hmm. clever. So they're like, that's when you're supposed to buy. Right. Well, the funny thing is it's a way to make people feel better that it takes longer. Mm. <laughs> but in my but I'm like, oh it backfires. So way longer. <laughs> but again, I'm not like on a dot, you know, so it's the world hard. needs to stop like commenting on anybody's bodies but especially like mother's bodies like I just that is one of my biggest that makes me so mad when people just like think I don't know it's just like we're creating babies I hear you and and nobody's really telling I mean in in the world's defense no one is telling me (laughs) to like lose any weight you know this is like within my myself and it's you know I'm host a show called Diets Are Smart. Like it's like a lifelong thing. So I just, in my head, I'm really trying not to create these like expectations for myself that are not realistic. And Mm -hmm. I've literally, I've listened to, I listened to some, a podcast recently about like, it sounds like people are listening to like murder podcasts. I'm listening to like metabolism, science of metabolism. But um, (laughs) I I was listening to, 
a podcast by this cardiologist, Danielle Lombardo. She was a, a guest on DST like years ago. She's a cardiologist. She had a guest on who studies it from like a, an evolutionary, an anthropological standpoint, but who's talking about how hard it actually is for your body to lose any weight because it doesn't want to. It wants to hold on to weight. Like that means that you're, mm-hmm. something is wrong if your body's losing weight from a yeah. biological evolutionary standpoint. So I was it's just, just so I was dumb. like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard. So I'm just going to keep living. And yeah. I just, I'm proud of myself. That's my win. That's awesome. <sighs> that's awesome. Good for you. Cause that's, that Thanks. is not easy to do, especially like comparing yourself to other, like, ugh, I, oh, like yeah. even when, yeah, I just, there's moms out there. It, it, even people's comments, it's like, look how good she looks after. And it's like that, even those those comments on social media and stuff, it's like, that's yeah. hard. I could imagine if you're a mom, that's hard to not internalize and think about your own self. and Right. And it takes whatnot, a lot so. of work to definitely, to, to not compare yourself and to really just appreciate in, your individuality mm-hmm. and you know, we're all different, but I was recently watching Selling Sunset, not this last season, the season right before when Christine just yeah. had her baby and she like doesn't look like she's had a baby, which is whatever. But every scene though is someone saying, oh, what? You just had a baby? Looks so good. And she's like, Mwah. and then like every scene, I'm like, can everyone chill out? Like, yeah. please. Like, it's not necessary. That show, they say the same thing. I love the show to death, but they say the same thing over and over all over that show. But yeah, no, with her, I, I remember that. I was like, okay, we get it. And then we people online were speculating yeah. that it was surrogate and yeah. Right. I saw, I, re- I went deep into that because I started watching that oh. season and then I stopped. I was like, I cannot watch because it was like triggering me at the time. Yeah. And I was like, I can't watch this shit. And then now I'm watching it and I'm fine. I'm like really into all the drama. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's just, just stop. Like just stop saying that. Like, please. Right. It doesn't help anyone. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's my win. And Yay. I can't believe my kid's almost nine months. Isn't that wild? I was going to say that's the most shocking. Th- that time has flown She's nine months. She is so cute. The swing set photo. Oh, yeah. That should have been my win. But this isn't Betcha's mom's about her swing set. You guys look like you have so much fun. Oh, that was in your backyard. I love that. Yeah, Love that for her. I couldn't wait. She can't even crawl yet, but I got her a swing set. (laughs) And I couldn't wait. Are you going to let her get a trampoline one day? No. Those that's the biggest accidents. And I'm not going to build one into my ground either. (laughs) Yeah, smart. We had one with a net. But it was still, I still like landed on my neck. Yeah. Times. Like, I don't, I don't yeah, love yeah. it. I don't think no, I'll, no, no. I don't think I'll get one. No, more and more people are not getting those. I think it was more us growing up. Yeah. I had one in my yard growing up and like literally we tried, we, we trampolined like a couple times and then it was just like this eyesore. Yeah. More, more room for Sansa to run. All right. Let's do a listener DST win. Hi, Aileen slash DST fam. I have a DST one for you. So I am getting married in October. Ooh, wedding. And finding my dress was the very first thing I did. It hasn't been altered yet as I am waiting until closer to the wedding to start the process. At a recent family gathering as I was happily helping myself to a second serving of dessert and joking that it was my favorite part of the meal. Why would you joke about that? My fiance, it is the best part. My fiance's, Mm Aunt jokingly reminded me that I have a wedding dress I need to fit into. 
I know she was just lightheartedly ribbing me, but I politely reminded her that this dress is altered to fit me and not the other way around. There is a lot of pressure to, quote, look your best on your wedding day. I'm trying to focus on feeling healthy and happy, not only on a big day, but also during the months leading up to it. Listening to DST is helping me keep a healthy relationship with food while I'm managing all the wedding day expectations. Thank you for all you do. Bridal dessert betch. Great answer. I love the line about the dress fitting you, not you fitting into the dress. That's like something we all need to keep in mind for our wedding day because if I see one more bride, I mean, there's just the pressure to just fit into the smaller size dress. Yeah. Not even just the wedding dress, like all clothes, like getting upset when something Mm -hmm. doesn't fit you. Let's make those days in the past. You just get a different size. And that outfit is supposed to fit you. If you want something to buy something for today, you buy something that fits you for today. And that's right. the end, right? Mm-hmm. But that's a great answer, mm-hmm. though. Like the, the dress is um, altered to fit me, not the other way. And there's a lot of pressure to look your best on your wedding day. And I'm trying to focus on feeling healthy and happy, not only on the big day, but also during the months leading up to it. So it's like it's a lot to put that ahead of, you know, the the pressure. Yeah. Especially when you have the crazy ants saying that kind of stuff, which that it's always the ant, by the way. I'm like, can we just, can the ants just like take an etiquette course? And it really is always the ants. Yeah. There's a whole slew of body comments that happen. I feel like leading up to the wedding, whether it's, whether it's a positive one, like, oh, you look amazing. Have you been working out and getting ready, sweating for the wedding? Or whether it's a negative one, it's and and a lot of times both are triggering, and we don't want to hear comments about our bodies leading mm-hmm. up to the wedding day. And I feel like I'm just proud that she's keeping her mindset. I'm proud of her for that because sometimes those comments can really get to you. I remember when I first got engaged, I told I've talked about this on Betches Brides before. I told my family, and one of my aunts, the first thing they said was oh, I've got to lose weight for your wedding. And I was like, mm-hmm. and it was about herself. So, yeah. but still it's like, the why do, we all just think right about weight when, right when it comes, like wedding and weight are synonymous. Like I feel like a lot of times and it's, and Especially it shouldn't for be an older generation. Oh yeah. And I feel like this mm-hmm. like line is almost like this, you have a wedding dress to fit into like that or like, oh, I got a yes. dress to fit into. Like that's just that I have a dress to fit into is like such like a a repeated line. It's almost like mm-hmm. this. It's it's an automated response now that it doesn't mean anything. Like you don't actually need to do anything. Like what happens if God forbid? Yeah. Like you, you don't. Like it's such like a line yeah. that's repeated over and mm-hmm. over. Probably heard from like marketing from diet. Yep diets you need to fit into that dress well here's how you can in 30 days like and then people repeat what they hear yep anything like that is from the history behind like weddings years and years and years ago is all toxic we've done a whole episode on best brides about that like just the and the history behind like these you've got a dress to fit into like notion and lines and the sweating for the wedding is because you know, women were expected to be beautiful little dainty creatures floating down the aisle and, you know, being presented and given away to the man in arranged marriages and such. And that's where like that notion comes from. And that's why you'll hear some of the older generations because totally. they, I mean, it's been ingrained into them from their grandmothers and whatnot. 
I remember my grandma used to say things like, <laughs> "Yeah, we're all really? we're what all traumatized." <laughs> Might be triggering, so I'm sorry, but like. I remember my grandma used to say like a moment on the lips is a pound on the hips or like oh, yeah. one time I called her or she called me and I was in the car and Mike and I had just stopped. We were coming home from Boston and I was like, oh, we just got donuts. There's this gluten-free donut place that we found. It's so good because Mike's celiac. And she, <laughs> she was like, well, maybe you just eat half and give the rest to Mike, Nicole. And I'm like, grandma. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank my you. God. Did you laugh like you're laughing now or yeah. did you take it? I just because she was so like funny, no filter, whatever. Like I and I don't know. I've just never I've had a thick skin with that stuff. Right. But like, yeah, I mean, those types of comments come out tenfold when it comes to weddings. Uh-huh. And the the thing how you said about um about how it's like a woman is presented. It's also like after that it's it was a woman, the best day. It's like the peak of your life, like the best day of your life, quote unquote. And that's mm-hmm. why in just Brides, we say it's just a day of your life, but like it's yeah. the best day of your life. And so therefore you must look your best and which is translated to look the smallest. And so yeah. like the, all those things going in order and we are just slowly chopping away at that one by one, like looking your rest mm-hmm. is not, mean being your smallest let's chop that relationship and then next is it's not the best like it doesn't have to be it is just a day of your life sometimes it's really stressful sometimes it doesn't go as planned and sometimes Uh you don't have to spend a lot of fucking money so it's just like just kind of changing the narrative for all of those things and disassociating them I think is totally giving a lot of women some power back and making them feel better I also love that you said it does like that's a big thing we talk about is it doesn't have to be the best day of your life. Your wedding day doesn't have yeah. to be. Like it 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 can just be a day that doesn't mean you don't love your partner that doesn't your best day of your life could be when you got promoted at work, when you I don't know, when you had your baby. Like it doesn't have to be your wedding day and that's like you said that's synonymous with the getting ready, sweating for the wedding. If it's the best day, you have to look pressure. like a yeah. Yeah. So. And you can have many best days. Like mm-hmm. there's no competition of days. The days aren't competing with e- the, each other. <laughs> totally. You can have many amazing moments in mm-hmm. your life. Just like how there's no worst moment. There's definitely a lot of some bad ones. There's going to be some great ones too. And it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. the best. But yeah. This is a good chat. This is a yeah. good DST win submission. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, let's do a Dear DST. And for today's Dear DST, guys, we have a voicemail. I listened to this already, but I loved it. Just, I just want to meet this girl. But okay, let's roll the tape. Hi, Aileen and guest. I'm currently having a dilemma because I'm a bridesmaid in my cousin's wedding and she has picked a couple of dresses that just really aren't going to be flattering on anyone with a bigger body and the one that she picked for me specifically I'm really not going to be comfortable wearing. I have a bigger chest so I won't be able to wear a bra with it which I'm sure you guys know is very very uncomfortable. I'm very self-conscious about my chest so I really would love to be able to wear a bra but I really don't know how to ask her if I can trade dresses with someone. There were four options. There's 12 of us, so each of us got one of the options. And I really just am not comfortable with the one that she picked out for me. It's also a really bad color on me to begin with, which there's nothing I can really do about that. But maybe this is a question for Betcha's Bride, but I'm really not sure how to navigate this conversation while being understanding that she is very stressed about her wedding coming up and I don't want to cause an issue, but at the same time, I don't want to be uncomfortable all night. Any advice would be really appreciated. I love the show so much. Thank you. Have a good day. How much do you love her? her. (laughs) I love her. I want her to be my bridesmaid. She sounds like such a good bridesmaid. I agreed. Because yeah. when she was like, I, when she was like, I understand that she's probably also really stressed. But I was like, I wanted yes. to cry. Yeah, me too. She was just like so empathetic, but also mm-hmm. so genuine about how uncomfortable she is. And I was just like very moved by, yeah. by like what she said because it's you're she's valid in how she feels already. Like just know you're the best bridesmaid ever. Like. Just, just that empathy for the bride. She's just such a good friend. So go you. Yeah. I think that you can literally say what you just said to us, to your cousin. Mm-hmm. I think that like you were talking about how uncomfortable you are. You're not saying anything negative about her choices or anything. Yeah. And I doubt she was really even thinking about, I doubt maybe she doesn't even know how uncomfortable you are and Maybe she doesn't know how to, a body um, w- with bigger chest looks in certain dresses. Like, you know, mm-hmm. not everybody thinks of everything if they're not. That's not their experience. So I mm-hmm. doubt she would take offense if you expressed how uncomfortable it is or mm-hmm. like to wear that. And just to ask, like, what are my options? I'd love to, like, not make you any more stressed. And I'd love right. to, like, pick a bunch of dresses and send to you. Yeah. And go from there. I was going to say, if you are worried about, like, putting more stress on her, you could offer to just, like, do the work to present more options to her and take that kind of off her plate, even though I don't even think you have to. Like, I don't know. A lot of brides are, like, want to have control in a way over the dresses, so she might not mind. 
But yeah, I mean, if she's a good cousin to you and, you know, I'm assuming she is because you're in her wedding, you guys seem close. She wants you to be comfortable and she wants you to be happy on the day. All like brides, like all brides should want their bridesmaids to look and feel their very best, not be uncomfortable in their dresses. Like, so yeah, I mean, I just like you said, Aileen, I would have, I would literally play that voicemail for her because you, <laughs> if you were, if I were the bride, I'd be like, honey, here's all the dresses you can wear. Pick your favorite because, yeah, and it's not like something I was going to say, like, it's not something that, it's not like she's like, Ugh, I hate the fabric. Like, that's not my favorite type. Or it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the color. She did say the color, which is a valid concern. But I think like the, the bigger chest and bra thing, that's like a, a, very valid concern. Like you, you want to be able to wear a bra in the dress, which is totally makes sense. And you can't in the one you were given. So yeah, I mean, I think you have every right to just be honest with her and she should ask. And especially if there are other options, like, I don't know, people switch around those all the time. I don't think, I feel like everybody gets anxiety when like the dress options are sent out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To the group chat of the bridesmaids. Yeah, like, what are you going to make me fucking wear? (laughs) My brothers, all the good ones got taken. And I was in, like, literally there were, like, two options left. I ended up loving my dress, not going to lie. But it was, like, like on the website, you could just tell, like, nobody wanted that one. And I was, like, just because I picked up my phone last and missed the text, like, I got shafted with the last option. But, yeah, I don't know. I think there needs to be, like – and that's why I think with, especially with bridesmaids dresses, not to go off on a tangent, but like that whole process needs to change more. Like it should just be like you pick your own and like come to meet with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. This whole notion of like you're wearing this one is co- becoming outdated. Right. I think it's because it's kind of hard, like, you know, to if you have a lot, it's kind of hard to make like a mix and match palette. So a lot of times mm-hmm. it's just easier to choose one and you don't have to deal with it, then not yeah. everybody's happy. And yeah, rightfully, not not every piece of clothing is meant for every single body. And that also maybe, if it, even if it was, that doesn't mean you're comfortable in every piece of clothing that you put on your body. So it's just like there's like a lot of variability in that and a lot of emotions because everybody uh-huh. feels differently about their bodies, whether or not somebody may see it, somebody else may see it from the totally. outside. But I think that if she wasn't, if the bride isn't a bridezilla, is not a bridezilla, I think you could just say like, I really, I I want to talk to you about something. It's not like a big deal, but I really don't want to stress you out. It's just that the dress that you picked for me, I feel is going to be like, I'm going to be very uncomfortable in the day. And I don't want your pictures right. to look like I look uncomfortable. I need a bra. I have a big boobs. What would you say if I picked like five more dresses for you to choose from if not Mm -hmm. I'm also happy to send you whatever like what works like what kind of style works for me that's if she's not a bridezilla because if I if I had a cousin come to me Mm -hmm. and said like they're not comfortable I would like oh my god I'm so sorry I'd be like I'm the only reason I am stressed is because you feel this way like that that would literally yeah I'm so sorry also like to make you feel uncomfortable that you had to like stress right. out to even come to me about this. I'd be like, more, I'd be sad. Yeah. Yeah. For, but like, if she yeah. is a bridezilla, <laughs> mm-hmm. say she is a bridezilla, then what would you do? 
God, that's tough. <laughs> if she is, I mean, I hate to like take this far. Because like, what if they're not mean close to you back? And they are really just cousins. <laughs> And if like, she's she like mean to you back about this and she's like, well, you know, this is stressing me out, blah, 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 then like I don't – maybe she's not the best like long-term relationship for you moving forward because this that's just like whatever. But in the now to deal with, I mean, if she is just – I would still like hold your ground and be like, look, the last thing I want to do is stress you out. Like this is your wedding. Again, that's where – I would offer to take on all of the work. I would offer to research the dresses that work with the other ones. I would offer to do any of the communications if people need to switch. Like you talk to them, not her, the bride. That way, like mm-hmm. she really hasn't. She re- you're giving her no, absolutely no reason to like be a bridezilla. And then if she mm-hmm. still is, then fuck her. Yeah, I can understand why it's also stressful to like to be vulnerable to someone and share that you're uncomfortable because like it could feel embarrassing and like you'd be worried about like, oh, what's she going to say about me? Like, oh, she's going to talk shit about my body. She's going to say like this to the other girls. Like, you know, I could see why like that might spiral in your head when you're like putting this conversation on this like pedestal. But mm-hmm. in reality, all of that shit does not matter. Like you, she asked you to be a bridesmaid, meaning like you're, it's, you're not like her employee. Yeah. Like you were like in a uniform. Have, and even if you were an employee, you have rights. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. That's true. You know, like you need to have. I'm like, like you, I'm like in my head, I'm like employees can be put in a uniform, not the bridesmaid. No. Like, no, nobody. Like, no, you, she, you don't like, you're not, you're not paying to be, to have some service. Right. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like you're not going to her school where she like has rules. Like right. you are entered into an agreement based on like a relationship. And within that, like you, you're, you have rights <laughs> and therefore you were allowed and you're, you are, you are allowed to feel comfortable. And right. just and especially as a bride, your mind. Yes, right. You have to like fucking spend money. Oh yeah, your chances are you're paying for your own dress, so it's like yeah. Especially don't. I'm pretty sure one of my bridesmaids, when we were looking at dresses, one of them, my friend Brooke, is very direct, and I'm pretty sure she was like, "I'm not fucking wearing that dress. It's ugly." And like, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you wear That's what you really want." Funny. Like, like they shouldn't. Ha- the bridesmaid shouldn't really even have to like you know, build, put this conversation on such a pedestal. Yeah. But I get why you def- – I definitely understand why you feel like I, that because especially if the bride, like, has her vision and everything. But I also don't think you changing another dress, if it is, like, a multi-dress thing, is going to change the vision and alter the vision. Like, it'd be no. one thing if everyone was wearing the exact same dresses, which, like, nobody does anymore. But <laughs> that's not the case. This sounds like a multi – like, there's multiple yeah. options. Right. I agree. Anyway, I sense the anxiety coming from, and it's great because we have a voicemail to like be able to sense things like that. There's like so much more context to like hear like our DS tears voice and, you know, you could really empathize and I feel for, I feel your anxiety. I feel, and it's, you don't need, like you just need to have the combo, have it out. Right in a very respectful way. Like it doesn't need to be this. It's not a confrontation at all. You're just sharing how you feel. And once it's over, you will feel so much more relieved and it'll just be it. And you'll get, it's a win-win. Hopefully. (laughs) 
Hopefully. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this was fun, Nicole. What have you been talking about, Betcha's Brides? If you're a bride who's listening or you're a bridesmaid or you're just a guest of a wedding or you just love to research bridal shit, you just like love it all. What are you? have you been talking about and where can people hear it? All things weddings. Like lately, we're talking a lot about wedding regrets. Those are always really fun to talk about because it's really great for the brides and bridesmaids listening, planning for weddings because then they learn from other brides' mistakes. Um, we we have some great episodes planned. A lot about mental health too with Dr. Naomi. We're gonna. I really want to do a sex therapy episode, keeping the marriage sex life alive <laughs> and a bunch of other fun stuff. So yeah, Betcha's Brides, yep. anywhere you want to listen to podcasts at Betcha's Brides on Instagram and at Nicole Pellegrino on Instagram and TikTok and Betcha's on TikTok. What's your biggest regret? Oh my God. What is my biggest one? What I have? Oh, my biggest like logistical one, not, not planning an official after party. Like it's a whole long story, but it ended up working and being so fun and great. I have a lot of regrets though, like little ones. Like Mike and I forgot to do a speech at our wedding, like as the couple, like welcoming everybody. And that's a huge At your regret. wedding? Yeah. Your a lot of people rehearsal. do that. No, at the wedding. Oh. That's a huge regret of mine. Every wedding I go to now, the couple stands up and, and welcomes everybody. And I it's such a nice thing. I've never seen anyone do that. What? Do you think maybe it's a Jewish wedding thing? At like, the reception. I don't- no, because Navi and Chris, my brother, had a very Jewish wedding and they did that. At the reception? I've never seen it. Yeah. I've only seen, I've at seen the it at everyone. We didn't so even there. Funny. We like didn't speak. I, <laughs> and it's one of my <laughs> I posted a TikTok about it and it was very like divided. Like a lot of people were like, Are you in the comments? They were like, Are you kidding? You didn't do one? Like that's uh, 101 for hosting a wedding and then a lot of people were like I've never seen that so yeah just an that's interesting funny. topic my regret is that I wish I didn't like get drunk <laughs> like before like the speech <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well because I wasn't drunk that's I was amazing. just like I w- but I have I was as it is, I have a very low tolerance. So like yeah. just one or two drinks, I wasn't like sober. And so yeah. I, in in the pictures, like I remember the speeches, but like in the pictures, I'm just like, you can cr- tell. like I just look sweaty and like just hysterically laughing and it just is not cute. <laughs> that is my <laughs> regret. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like, a, like the photos suddenly, yeah, you just look, little sweatier, little glisten. I have another regret, not that I'm on Betcha's Brides, but I regret not trying on my, altering my dress with my flat sneakers on. Wait. Oh, your second. No, I only wore one dress. I changed into my like after party dress, but that was it. You know, like my main dress, right. it was dragging yeah. a little at, when I was wearing my sneakers the whole time. And that is yeah, a big then regret. Did you, did you wear heels down the aisle and stuff? Yeah. You don't want it to be too short for that. Well, I know, but right? what was I going to do? It was the, that the aisle thing is thirty minutes. True. The the wedding is like six hours, so I was just like holding the bottom the whole time. But anyway, yeah. this is so not relevant. <laughs> no, we should. If you go, we, to the th- I'm brides. telling you, you can talk. It's the most fun topic: wedding regrets. <laughs> like it's just funny and fun to talk about, and then so many brides learn from. Our uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. No. 
I loved my wedding. Um, anyway. I actually, oh, I talked about your wedding today on the episode because Rusty you wore did? I talked about his, his um, tux because we had an email that the bride and groom were fighting over like what the groom was going to wear. And uh-huh. the bride, he wanted to wear dark navy blue and like with black accents like tux and the bride didn't want that. And I was like, wait, that's actually like the ideal look. I remember Rusty did that. Yeah, the blue and the black. Yeah, yeah, he did. I loved it. I randomly remembered that. I've said Rusty's name like 17 times on this episode. <laughs> I read- Rusty. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Nicole. This is so fun. Everyone go follow Nicole at Nicole Pellegrino and go follow our TikTok because Nicole is running that too. A mm-hmm. woman of many hats who's currently wearing mm-hmm. a hat. And follow mm-hmm. us at Diet Starts Tomorrow. And please leave a review if you love the show. A five-star review it makes a really big difference in us continuing to produce the show. I love to hear the feedback. And if it's obviously like if you have a problem with some anything, use it. Just, you know, send us an email, dst at batches.com. Or you can DM me at Aileen and DM us at Diet Starts Tomorrow. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.